This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the We Be Our Podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Westenbroom's Women's Advancement Commission. Welcome, this is Mayor Sharon Weston Broom, and you are listening to the We BR Podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month. We invite you to listen to our podcast by visiting www.podcast225.com. That's www.podcast225.com and by subscribing through the Apple Podcast app. So today I am joined by my co-host, Rachel Bear, a Women's Advancement Commission member and the president and CEO of STAR, Sexual Trauma Awareness and Response. Thank you, Mayor Broom. It's a pleasure to be here and to serve as part of the commission. This podcast has been an exciting project that the commission has been working on for the past few months. And today we are thrilled to launch our first show featuring Dima Gawe, a woman with a unique leadership journey and depth of experience that she shares with others through her speeches, workshops, and her book, Breaking Vases. With two decades of experience leading cross-cultural teams, managing client relationships, and developing talent for companies like IBM, Merrill Lynch, and Intuit, Dima combines corporate experience with her inspiring personal story to captivate and motivate audiences. After 11 years, she left IBM to start her own consulting company. Through keynote speeches, interactive workshops, dynamic training programs, personalized coaching, and an online community, Dima shares her leadership journey with one goal in mind, to ignite others to reimagine their potential and take daring actions. Welcome to our show today, Dima. Hi, Rachel. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. I'll uh, turn it over to Mayor Broom, our lead interviewer for this podcast. Thank you so much, Rachel. Dima, uh, let's first start by um, asking you a little bit about your journey and how you came to do this work in Baton Rouge. I was born and raised in the Middle East uh, from a small Christian community. I was taught at an early age to continue to follow and obey, not to have an identity, not to have a voice. And when I looked at the women around me, that was what I saw all the time. Um, My earliest memory was in my grandmother's kitchen when I was playing with her, but she held a glass vase and she said, do you see this perfect glass vase? A girl is just like it. If it gets cracked for any reason, you can never fix it. You can never glue it back. And that's the one we throw in the trash. So that that is my memory. At that time, I didn't understand what it meant. What's the meaning of a vase, a crack? What's why I didn't know why my grandmother was so serious. But over the years, I learned that what she meant was that I need to be perfect all the time. Any crack represents a mistake, uh, represents shame, represents that my community would not accept me anymore. And I continued to follow and obey, continued to be the perfect glass vase, um, be like all the other women that were that I was living in that community. But then I realized that I was losing myself. I, I was uh, unhappy. I, w- I even got into depression. And that's when I started deciding that I wanted to go through a major change in my life, um, that I wanted to create my own story. I wanted to challenge the norm. And uh, of course, there were so many rest 
tasks. Of course, there were things that I've I've done as part of challenging the norm that my community until now, they, they're not happy with and they reject, reject me as a result of that. But where I see where I am right now is I am in a, I'm a business owner, I'm influencing people around the world, helping them realize and expand their potential, helping them believe in themselves, take risks. And of course, there's going to be consequences, but it is giving them an inspiration to, to be better and to live the life that they deserve. <laughs> So I moved to Louisiana with IBM in 2013. So that's how I got here. And when I decided to start my business, I decided to stay here. I love it, love the community, love the people here. And Baton Rouge has been a wonderful, I call it an incubator for my business. Yes. As the city is growing, my business is growing. And uh, I just love being here. Well, you certainly have a remarkable uh, journey and a lot to share. So as you've been on this journey, what is the greatest lesson that you've learned in your career? The lesson is to say yes to new opportunities and then figure out how I should do them afterwards. Many times, uh, I know in my situation, I would be afraid in the past. So when I was asked to, to, to be a leader, when I was asked to take new opportunities, initially, I would be so afraid, but then I would say yes. Mm-hmm. And then I would develop the skills and whatever it takes afterwards. Now, as I'm coaching individuals, I keep hearing specifically women, they think they're not, they don't have the skills or they're not qualified. And as a result, they stop themselves from mm-hmm. pursuing new opportunities or even saying yes to opportunities opportunities. I even hear women about women that their manager gave them a leadership role and said, we would like you to to be the next leader. And the women would say, no, sorry, I don't think I'm qualified. And so that is my message. Mm -hmm. Say yes, and then figure out the skills and continue to develop and challenge yourself. As you uh, were saying that, I thought about women need to say no to fear and yes to opportunities, right? I love it. I feel like I want to clap for you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No to fear and yes to opportunities. So uh, what are you most proud of? I am mostly proud of launching my business, as especially when I look at where I came from as a, a person who had no identity, no voice, and now I am giving voice and identity to people around the world through my work, through my keynotes, through my coaching and empowering them. It just gives me so much energy to realize that all what I had to go through, the pain, the tears, have a purpose now, That it, and the purpose is to influence others. And what I'm also very proud of is the launch of my, uh, the, my, my book, so publishing my book. That was a huge project, and I love getting messages from people around the world. I get messages on a daily basis from individuals watching my speeches or reading my book and telling me how much they're connecting with the message, regardless of their background, religion, age, uh, gender, just to see how my story is influencing others to believe in themselves and uh, continuing to help me to grow and evolve and grow my business. I'm just so proud of that. And you should be. What, What part of your story and what advice would you give to other women? Okay, I have three advice, three things. The first one is be determined. I don't want to use the word be stubborn, but that's what I really mean. 
stubborn has a negative connotation to right. it, but be determined. Don't allow anything to stand in your way. Have a goal of what you want to achieve and keep working towards it. And also realize that there are going to be obstacles. There are going to be people that will try to discourage you. And sometimes we discourage ourselves. Don't allow that to happen because really the possibilities are endless and we just need to keep moving forward. So the second uh, lesson or tip that I want to give to people is um, continue to transform the wounds into motivation. And what I mean by that, we all have stories. We all have something that happened in our past that hurt so much. And I hear people say, uh, forgive and forget. I don't, I don't know if we can really forget. The wounds are always going to be there and there's always going to be triggers that remind us of these wounds. The challenge is a lot of people, they allow these wounds to stop them because they these wounds taught them to feel that they're not capable, they're not good enough. Uh, they remind them of being rejected and all of this horrible stuff. No, don't allow that. Instead, see these wounds and allow them to motivate you to do more, to challenge the norm, to change the story for yourself and everybody around you. And that's when these wounds would have such a powerful purpose just like my wounds now have a powerful purpose. And then the third lesson is watch what you tell yourself. And this is so challenging. I hear a lot of women constantly tell themselves, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough. And we just need to be very careful about that because it is so critical. One of my friends, she has a young girl, uh, her name is Hope and she's seven years old and Hope wins every single swimming competition, every single time. Of course, her mom is proud of that, but she was confused. She said, like, I, I don't know how is it possible for someone to win every competition? And she asked her, she said, Hope, what do you, de- what do you tell yourself the minute, the second that you jump in the water? So Hope was confused by her mom asking that question and she responded and she said, I tell myself I can win so she jumps Mm -hmm. and she wins Mm -hmm. so now think about what you tell yourself or women in general whenever we're starting a new job or when we're being asked asking for a promotion do we tell ourselves I'm going to win or do we tell ourselves something else so that is the some the the message that I want women and of course men to be aware of those are great tips in fact Uh, Your final one about self-talk certainly validates and supports uh, the fact that our words are so powerful. And so we have to be very guarded about the words that enter our space and the ones that we speak are ourselves. I want to add to that, too. I have a friend who keeps telling herself that she is stupid. I don't know why. So any anytime she does anything and a mistake, she would say, oh, I'm stupid, I'm stupid. It's just like a, a reaction that she, she's not even aware of. Mm-hmm. And then one day, uh, her, her daughter, uh, I think her daughter was mm-hmm. seven or eight, and she was working on her homework, and she did a mistake. And then the daughter said, oh, I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment her mom heard that for the yes. first time, and she realized how much it hurts. Yes. Her daughter learned that from her and as a result that became her motivation because she loves her daughter she wants her daughter to be at her best but she also realized that she hasn't been the best influence based on what she talks about herself 
Yes. So what is the message you would like to leave with our listeners, Dima? So the message, one main one, is to feel the fear and to take action anyway. So this is very much linked to what you mentioned, Mayor. Say no to fear and yes to opportunities. So anytime you are facing a difficult situation, just feel the fear. Know that fear is normal. It's a feeling that we all have, and it will never go away. Feel it and take action. Uh, So that's one. The other one I want to mention is uh, I created Leadership and Lattes, a women uh, a group, a community of supportive women here in Baton Rouge, where we meet once a month, and I teach various topics in leadership. So it is focused on women in business, and I encourage everybody to check it on Facebook and to join. So it's simple, just Leadership and Lattes. So we get to drink lattes and coffee and have pastries while we're talking about our career and our development. That's wonderful. Rachel? Thanks, Dima. I love your answers to your, these questions, and, and thank you for being so open and vulnerable because you're, as you go through your, your talks and your workshops, which I've personally attended, and your book as well, um, I, I think you really have found power in that vulnerability and owning your story. So I want to thank you for sharing that with us. That's really powerful. Thank you. Um, and I have sort of a fun question to end uh, our podcast with. So if you had a guest visiting Baton Rouge for 24 hours, where would you take them? How would you show them our town? I am waiting for my friends with kids to visit because I really, really want to go to the Knock Knock Museum. (laughs) (laughs) So um, my nephew, he visited me here multiple times and I'm just waiting for him to come one more time and I keep telling him about the Knock Knock Museum. So that is one. If my friends don't have children, I would take them to the old capital. And honestly, if I ever become the governor of Louisiana, I will move move my office to the old (laughs) capital. I think it's just so beautiful. So that one with a walk next to the Mississippi and then dinner at Tsunami. So that's what I would do. And one more thing, I have a gift to our listeners. Um, I created an audio program. It's two hours talking about confidence, also talking about shattering limitations in our personal and professional lives that I want to give as a gift to all everyone who goes to the Women Initiatives website. All you have to do is visit brla.gov and search for Women's Advancement Commission, sign up for our newsletter, and we will go ahead and send you access to this two-hour audio program. Wonderful. Well, thank you for that. That's awesome. Uh, And Dima, you are such a gem, and you add so much value to our community and to Uh, women who are pursuing leadership. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning into the We Be Our podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month. We invite you to listen and subscribe to our podcast by visiting www.podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. That's www.podcast225.com, or you can listen through the Apple Podcast app. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the We Be Our Podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Weston Broom's Women's Advancement Commission.